it's my pleasure to have you with us here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's about you and your wallet. I want you to learn ideas from me so you can save more and spend less, and don't let anyone ever rip you off. Coming up in just a few minutes in today's Clark Rageous Moment, one airline is looking yet again to do everything it can to mistreat you, while another airline has an employee that rose above his airline to make a difference for passengers in a positive way. I want to fill you in. And later, there's all kinds of funny stuff going on in your purchase of prescription drugs, driving the prices up and up and up. A lot of it's outrageous. I want to talk to you about what you can do to bring the high price of prescriptions back down to earth. I've been promising for the last two years that we were going to have a new way for you at your home or small business to connect to the internet, breaking the cable monopolies that have controlled internet access in most of the country, which is weak, weak competition from the nation's monopoly phone companies. Well, now... The first clear information is available on how soon you're going to see that competition. Verizon Wireless is going to offer what's known as 5G, ultra-high-speed wireless home internet service starting first in four cities in November, so not far away, Houston, Indianapolis, parts of Los Angeles, and Sacramento. Verizon is using these four cities as kind of like their test areas. The service will be free install, $50 a month if you are a Verizon wireless customer, $70 a month if you're not. This will make it possible for you to get rid of the monthly service bill you have for high-speed internet at your home For now, Verizon is not gearing this towards small businesses as well, so their initial is only geared towards the home market. But AT&T also this fall is going to launch wireless high-speed internet in a bunch of cities for homes. T-Mobile has not said what their first cities are going to be. I gave the AT&T list recently, but not a hard start date or any price from AT&T, now that Verizon has set a price of 50 a month for its customers, 70 a month for its non-customers, that sets a target that T-Mobile will undercut, and AT&T will just do exactly what Verizon does, which is what they always do. But the 5G technology is a game changer, because the big problem we've had in the United States with a lack of innovation and high prices, has been because of the cable monopoly controlling high-speed access to the homes. Having competition not just from one player, but potentially three, having the potential of Verizon, T-Mobile, and AT&T all being able to offer high-speed internet to your home or small business, in competition with the cable monopoly, will change everything. You will see much lower prices coming from the cable monopolies 
and you'll see potentially better customer service and higher speeds. So we'll see if I'm right about those things, but competition is the discipline of the marketplace and new technology is about to bring it. Brad is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Brad. Hey, Clark. How are you? Great. Thank you, Brad. You have a question Good. for me. I don't think anyone has ever asked me in 30, how many years have I been on the air? This is my 32nd year on the air. Wow. Well, cool. <laughs> Hit me with it. Okay. So I received a letter in the mail uh, from my credit union, and it was an offer for a free life insurance policy. And all I had to do was uh, complete the form and return it back. And I had the option of increasing coverage if I wanted to, but uh, it was just, I think, maybe a couple thousand dollars worth of coverage. So the purpose of that is to potentially attract you as a customer and some kind of joint venture your credit union has with a life insurer. And so they give okay. you the free insurance and a couple of thousand dollars. It's like, wow, free money. You can take that. But if you were to say, you know, I really want more and get a quote, that's only the start because the price of that insurance, if you were to buy it from them, may not be price competitive. And the insurer that they're working with needs to be financially strong. There's an insurance rating service called AM Best. And if the premiums were really favorable from this uh, credit union marketed life insurance, you would want to make sure that the company had a very strong rating, which would be A plus or A plus plus on the AM Best scale. Is there any reason why I shouldn't accept the coverage, the free portion? No, take the free coverage, unless it has a sunset on it that, you know, after such and such a time, they're going to start charging you for it. But if it's free, no strings attached, take the free money. Okay. I mean, it's just and like also, when you get something it, in the mail where uh, somebody sends you a free stamp and something, hoping you'll mail it back. It's your free stamp to use if you're not interested in whatever thing they're offering you. Okay. And then the other question, because, you know, every time, anytime I get something for free in the mail, uh, it, you know, I'm a skeptic and usually it gets filed away or gets thrown away. So I think in this particular case, we may have thrown away the paperwork. Is that something <laughs> that I should reach back out and say, yeah, hey, yeah. I got something in the mail. Can you send that to me again? Or <laughs> Sure, but let's talk through one aspect of this. So if you're intrigued by the idea of having free life insurance, what kind of life insurance do you have right now? I don't have any life insurance. Right, and uh, you said we, so what makes up your life or family group or whatever? Uh, wife and uh, two small children. So you absolutely need life insurance. If the credit union did nothing else, it prompted this call, and now I'm going to guilt you into buying life insurance. <laughs> Because you got to take care, your wife needs to take care of you, you need to take care of her, and you need to take care of the two young children. And life insurance, buying the right kind, 
is incredibly inexpensive. You can buy what's known as level term insurance, where the premium stays the same for 15, 20, 30 years, and you can make sure that you covered your children till adulthood, and each of you should have a policy. And Joel, I forget what you told me yours cost. Joel has two young children also. I think I'm paying like $27 a month. And how much coverage do you get for that? Uh, a quarter million. Quarter million. I think you need more than that, Joel. I think you're probably right. So, uh, but you can buy this in multiples. People buy it a uh, quarter million, 500,000, a million, just based on what kind of income you have. I like for you to look at buying 10 times your income. 10 times my income. And I have, okay. uh, I have a guide at Clark.com that walks you through buying term life insurance. Plus, now I've got three companies on there that will instantly issue without a medical exam. Doing, They use a different algorithm to basically check up on your health. And so you put in the application, and within a minute, they tell you yes or no. Are those generally more expensive since nope. you don't have to do it? A- nope. The ones you see on, um, on cable channels that you're like the only person watching – those are what are called PI insurance policies, and those don't provide real meaningful coverage. I'm talking about real stuff. And I have on my term life insurance guide, I've got nine shopping services you can go to. Okay. So check it out. So I'm, I'm, I got to tell you, if nothing else, don't even worry about calling the credit union. You've given the perfect situation about why you and your wife should have life insurance, each other and those kids. Jordan is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Jordan. Hey, how you doing? Great, thank you, Jordan. How can I be of service to you? Uh, yes, a buddy of mine had told me about an app called Robinhood, and uh, it's kind of like a self-investment. Um, there's no fees, he said. And when I heard that there was no fees, it made me a little leery of it. Um, and was kind of wondering how they make their money and if it's a safe app to use for uh, small investing. Okay, so this is so funny. This is the, when something's free, it's got to be a scam segment because I don't know if you heard the guy just before you talking about, well, they're offering me life insurance for free. It's got to be, you know, a scam (laughs) or ripoff or whatever. Now you're asking about Robinhood. Robinhood has 5 million customers now. And they offer something that other people have tried, no one but them has succeeded, and that is free stock trades. And it's completely legit on the up and up. You can you just download the Robinhood app to your iPhone or Android, and it is the real scoop. It's the real deal with no games at all that I've ever heard from anybody. I've never... In fact, over the years, Robinhood's been around for years now. I have oh, wow. not had a single complaint about them. Now, I can okay. guarantee you, Jordan, now that I said that, <laughs> I'll, I'll have people calling and complaining. But to this point, I've never, ever had a complaint about them. Okay. And he said that you link a bank account to that. Should I open up a separate account just for that? I don't know that that's necessary. Okay. I, um, Robinhood, to this point, has not had 
even the first hint of any data breach or anything along those lines. And okay. they're not a scam operator. They're they're mainstream, straight up and up. In fact, they have caused a lot of the traditional brokers to come up with lower cost things because they're losing market share to Robinhood because people are like, why would I pay all this money to this other broker when Robinhood doesn't cost me anything? Yes, sir. So you can feel comfortable using it without any worries or concerns. Wonderful. I appreciate that. All right. Have a great day. Today's Clark Rageous Moment has both the bad and the good of what goes on in the airline industry and how you're treated. Scams, ripoffs, outrages. It's a Clark Regis moment. There was a law passed by Congress two years ago that was supposed to go into effect a year ago, a year and a half ago at this point, I guess, and has continually been stalled in the federal bureaucracy that is supposed to guarantee that families get to sit together on an airplane. Try to imagine with the way people board a plane, a parent gets separated by rows from, let's say, a five-year-old child. And think about the problems with predators and an airline not caring. Well, let's forward to Scott Kirby, the very feeling warm, fuzzy president of United Airlines, the same airline that beat up the doctor and killed the dog. Scott Kirby says that children and parents shouldn't be able to sit together unless they pay United more money. That's right. He said in an interview that while they value customer service above all else, they think that if parents want to sit with their kids, they should just pay more money and be able to sit with their kids. Never mind the federal law that says you should be able to sit with your kids. I mean, this is the core and the heart of what the problem is at United Airlines. If this is the president of United Airlines who is so hard-hearted and doesn't care about children, no wonder they kill dogs and beat up doctors. Shame, 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 shame. Now, since the interview with Scott Kirby was published, United's gone radio silent and TV silent and media silent, every silent, but has not come forward and said, oops, we're going to take care of kids and families. You should not, to try to put more money in your pocket with ancillary fees, as junk fees are called in an airline, try to scare parents into paying extra money so they can sit with their kids. Absolutely an abomination, inhumane, disrespectful, unacceptable, and anti-family. Scott Kirby, you're welcome to come on at any time and walk back what you said and talk about what you're going to do to treat families right. Now, let's take a different example. American Airlines, because the weather, has a flight divert. Flight ends up who knows where. And... Passengers tired, hungry. The captain, the flight was going L.A. to Dallas, ends up in Wichita Falls. The captain, out of his own pocket, orders 
40 pizzas, four zero pizzas, to feed all the customers on the flight and the crew. Pilot's name's captain was Jeff Rains. Now, here we have one person, the president of an airline, showing complete heartless inhumanity. Another person, this American Airlines pilot, pulling out his own credit card and putting his heart there for his passengers. Gosh, what a contrast. United, get your act together. Thanks for joining us here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's about you learning ways to keep more of what you make. So there's yet another pharmacy bad guy in the news, another pharmacological pharmacy, what do you call? That's why we just say pharma, because who can say whatever you call a drug manufacturer, how's that, has come out with statements saying that it's a moral requirement to sell the product at the highest price, who has decided to increase the cost of a drug from $470 to $2,400. And the drug, oh, well, I messed this up. It, it's called nitrofurantoin. My goodness. You can tell I had a tough time in chemistry in high school, only exceeded by the tough time I had in physics. But anyway, this drug maker based in Missouri makes this drug that's for bladder infections that is on the list of essential medicines. And so it's a medicine that was developed in during the time of the Korean War. Do you know that was? 1950 to 53? That's how old this drug is. 65 years old. 65 plus years old. But now it's one of those orphan drugs that people really aren't interested in making. The cost of making it is pretty much zero. There's no R&D with it or anything like that. But the pharmaceutical company... I think that's the right way to say it, pharmaceutical company, drug manufacturer, now has made it $2,400 a dose. Well, actually, that's the bottle. It's a liquid up from four seventy, And they see nothing wrong with that at all. We got a problem, right? So what do you do? What do you do if there's an essential med you've got to take and the cost has gone through the roof? We went through this with EpiPens two years ago. The life-saving EpiPen that's, that truly is, without it, so many people would die from an allergic reaction to something who were saved by the injection, period. And so manufacturer EpiPen took the price through the roof because, well, they thought they could. So what can you do? First, several things. If you face extreme financial hardship with a med, most of the pharmaceutical companies offer a compassionate use program with either free or greatly reduced availability because all the pricing is in our crazy quilt medical system in the United States is about ripping off the insurance company. That's whose pocket they're really trying to get in. 
at the pharmaceutical companies, which ultimately, indirectly, you and I end up paying for. Anyway, but that's the whole thing with the game. So you apply for compassionate use. May or may not be granted. Even if there's not a financial extreme hardship in your case, many pharmaceutical companies, just by you asking, will give you a certain amount of the prescription free or an extra reduced price. But you got to ask. I have information for you at Clark.com about the various programs available to get reduced rate or free prescriptions. And this is another case where shopping your meds is very important. I mean, something where there's only one and it's a zillion dollars, this may not be as much help as it will be with others. But I can tell you all the time, GoodRx.com not only gives me the ability to compare some shop meds, but they also have coupon codes that get you a lower price on a lot of meds. And I can't even tell you how much money that has saved me. And it goes without saying that if you're a Costco member, you may know already that Costco offers generally the lowest prices on prescriptions for people who don't have a prescription benefit where they work. But what you may not know is under law, you have the right to enter a Costco and go to the pharmacy and fill a prescription there, cash payment only, even if you're not a Costco member, and get the cheaper price. Now, the Wall Street Journal reports there's a big fight going on with these orphan drugs with what are known as compounding pharmacies that come in and make the drugs often for hospitals at a tiny fraction of the cost of what the big pharmacy companies selling it, and the pharmacy companies are screaming bloody murder trying to get the FDA to outlaw the ability for you to get a drug inexpensively. Here's an example. There's a drug that costs $836 a dose that the compounding pharmacies make available for a dollar. One dollar. Drugs off patent that may have a monopoly that the pharmacy manufacturer, pharmaceutical company, is charging a fortune but is available using these alternative channels for basically nearly nothing. We obviously have a lot to deal with in the pharmaceutical area that we haven't dealt with as a country because of the political power the pharmaceutical companies have in a corrupt Washington where the congressmen and senators make their decisions based on who takes them on the private jets, who takes them on the great trips, and who gives them the campaign money instead of serving the American people. Nick is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Nick. Hello. I'm 18. Big fan of you. Thank you, Nick. I'm a, I'm a senior in high school right now, and I have been working the last eight years uh, milking cows and working on the farm day in, day out. So I got some um, money saved up, and I'm planning on heading to college, a two-year college. Um, but my question is, I know Roth IRAs are a uh, good fun to get in early with uh, compound interest and everything. Should I start one of those, or should I just pay my college off in full? 
I'm kind of stuck in the middle. Well, you're going to go to community college, so it will be very inexpensive, right? Yeah. And you're going to continue probably listening to your work ethic because share with people that are city boys like me, how early do you have to get up to go work a part-time gig that you started at 10 years old milking cows? Um, yeah. Usually we start milking about 5.30 and I'll go get done with that, go to school and come home and start milking again and do whatever other chores are left on the farm. All right. Well, that's a toughness that uh, that a lot of us cannot relate to. And I think all three of my kids, when they were teens, would have benefited from spending a week with you working your life <laughs> instead of the life that they have. Yeah. So um, when doing this work, are you getting paid at the farm in some way, or is it just something you do as a member of the family? Uh, no, I get paid, yeah. Okay, great. Great. So you are free to open a Roth IRA, and you're allowed, how much will you earn in total this year? Um, 12 grand. 12 grand. Good for you. So you can put up uh, up to 5500 in a Roth IRA, and you can open one pretty easily. I want to give you the simplest Roth I can give you to open, okay? Okay. It would be to open one with a company called Vanguard. Yep. If you've listened Definitely. to me, you've heard me talk about Vanguard at Vanguard.com. Yep. You're now 18, right? Yep. So you can, uh, depending on your state, you probably can go ahead and open it now without an adult involved. You can go on their site, uh, do an application for a Roth IRA, and just simply put it in the Target Retirement Fund 20, I think 2065 now exists. Okay. And just start slapping money in it, and then that money will grow tax-free for the rest of your working years. Yep. And then you so spend it a, tax-free. So is that a smarter idea than, uh, like, so if I put my 5500 in there... So would it be then just take a small out for college, just pay for the rest of that? Or Well, or if you're going to go to community college, it should be really inexpensive. Do you know what it will cost you per year? I don't know exactly, but I think all said and done around 15, uh, 20 grand. For a community college? It's a, it's not a community. It's private, but it's, ah. it's like a private trade school. Ah, okay. So it's a private trade school. Have you already signed a contract with them? Uh, no. All right. Do me a favor, please, and check the, the state-supported technical college that's near you. See if they offer the same program course of study. If they do, you may pay basically almost zero or close to it. Okay. And check that out. If you do end up going to the private technical college and you're going to face that kind of tuition, then as much as I hate to say it, reduce what you'd put in the Roth IRA. Just get started, put in like 100 a month every month, and have the rest of the money to defray the cost of tuition. Okay. And again, your industriousness impresses me no end. I think it's fantastic. Mary Ann's with us. Hello, Mary Ann. Glad to have Hi, you on Clark the Clark Howard Show. 
Thank you. How are you? Wonderful. Thank you. Marianne, you're interested in buying new furniture, something that uh, people used to ask me about a lot, and then that trailed off. How can I serve you with that? Well, first of all, let me say my husband's going to be jealous because he's been listening to you a lot longer than I have. (laughs) So he was excited that I got invited to talk to you. But um, I'm actually going to be moving to a new house soon. And most of the things I have are, you know, hand-me-downs or kind of worn. So I do want to buy a few select pieces. I just feel like there's a lot of choices right now. Um, I know with the economy doing so well, I'm hoping there's going to be some good sales uh, this holiday season. So I guess my question is, you know, should I wait till January? I know you said uh, January, February, um, as, as stores are getting some new things in, you know, that's a good time to buy. And, you know, should I go to a furniture retail store, Sam's? So furniture furniture is a very interesting business because it's changed so much. And Mm -hmm. the way people buy furniture has been through such a dramatic transformation. And uh, the one thing I would mention to you is that something weird is buying furniture online is growing in popularity. Mm Mm-hmm. Both Wayfair and Amazon have moved big time into selling furniture online, but especially Wayfair. Have you ever looked at that site, W-A-Y-F-A-I-R? I have, and I think there was some question that, you know, there's there's pieces that are sold at other sites for different, you know, same thing at different prices. So I think sometimes it's a little overwhelming, and sometimes you want to see a a piece in person, too. But if you think Wayfair is a good way to go. I know a lot of people have been very happy buying from them. But Mm -hmm. you mentioned Sam's Club. Sam's Club's competitor, Costco, is much more developed with a furniture strategy and does two big furniture events a year. The next one starts uh, about December 15th. I don't know if you have a Costco anywhere near you. Yeah, yeah, okay. And so So Costco has uh, more selection online but the real deals, smaller selection, is what they sell in the store. Okay, okay. And this may not interest you because you specifically said you wanted new pieces to get rid of worn furniture. Mm-hmm. But somebody who maybe is relocating may have some furniture they're getting rid of that can be a real deal used. Furniture tends to hold no value buying it secondhand, and that may not appeal to you. But it's something that my wife and I do. We buy a lot of our furniture used as a way to save. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget, giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mark's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Mark. How you doing? 
I'm good. Uh, family has been inquiring about putting a pool in. We've come to the conclusion that it's going to be a pretty expensive task to pay somebody to do it. Uh, we would save money if we did it ourselves. Um, I'm no way, no way. You could do that yourself? I've seen some videos on YouTube. It's, you can buy a kit and... You know, you would have to hire somebody to do the outside concrete work and probably help dig it. But, yeah, they've broken it down now where you could do it yourself. Oh, no. You could do it yourself. I could never do it myself. <laughs> the, only, the only pool we could ever have that I did myself would be if I had a young child and went and got one of those blow-up pools right. that they weighed in <laughs> when they're like a year old. That would be the limit of my ability to construct a pool. Right. Well, my question is, if we were to want to finance, what would be your advice as to the type of financing to do for something like this? Would it be, you know, a second mortgage or a line of credit? Yeah, it would normally be not not a line of credit unless you were going to be able to pay off that loan in a relatively short period of time. How long do you think it would take you with the costs you're going to face with that pool, how many years do you think it would take you to pay it off? Probably two to three years. Oh, you could do it in two to three. Okay. So that does make it uh, viable and potentially preferable to do just what I said not to do. And that is, if you think you could do it in, we're talking really a period of months, if you're talking about 24 to 36 months, if you can do that you really could do a home equity line of credit and use that as a way to pay for it because the interest rates on home equity lines of credit are headed steadily higher over the next couple of years. Barring some reversal in the economy, the Federal Reserve is going to keep raising the interest rates they control and they're going to bump up the rates in turn on what it costs you for a home equity line because they work directly in tandem. So the alternative, if you had told me longer, I would have said a home equity loan, which is kind of like a second mortgage but fixed rate, that credit unions do in 5, 10, or 15-year cycles. But if you you really think you can do it in two to three years and really make that happen, keep it simple and just do the HELOC and use that as the way to finance the pool. And shop around for that HELOC. Again, credit unions tend to write HELOCs at a meaningfully lower uh, base rate and reset than banks do. And if you end up building this pool yourself, please send us pictures because I will be more impressed than you can imagine. It is extremely tempting, but I'm just worried of messing something up and it costing more money. Well, uh, it's not tempting to me at all. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to do a project like that. But if you want to go for it, go for it. You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. Thanks so much for listening today. You know, there's a giant team behind bringing you everything we do at Team Clark. Our podcast and radio show are produced by Kim Drobes, Joel Larsgaard, Deborah Reese, and Jim Ayers. My TV producer is Leah Dunn. Clark.com is made possible thanks to Krista DBIs, James DeGal, John Crest, Theo Timu, Michael Timmerman, Craig Johnson, Beth Marcinko, Clara Bosnetto, John Jones, and Grace Del Rio. 
ParkDeals.com, where you can find the best deals from around the web. It's produced by Karis Brown, Laura Sayers, Sarah Jordan, and Damon Marley. You can sign up for our newsletters at Clark.com. Thanks to Sally McDonald and our social media gurus are Chelsea Glass and Nicole Carroll. Our Off-Air Advice Center is run by Lori Silverman, Sarah Mobley, and Sue Gatliff. And their team's available to serve you over 40 hours each week at 404-892-8227. And this is a free service of Team Clark. Thanks for listening. Till next time.